Hello and welcome to Reading with Carrie, Stories to Fall Asleep to, a mindfulness podcast series that can be used as a sleep aid or to ease your anxiety and relieve your stress. I am your host, Carrie Favel, and I am so thankful that you've decided to spend some time with me. Today's episode is on the Chinese zodiac monkey. Monkeys are brilliant, independent, honest, cordial, and positive. People born in the year of the monkey, according to the Chinese zodiac, always have enviable abilities and wisdom. Their skills and smart ideas can be seen by others when they are very young. This one is a weird one, but it shows the craftiness of monkeys, and I thought it was just silly and wanted to share. Today's validation space comes from Strong for Life, Myth. Discussing mental health gives kids ideas. Fact, there is no research to show that talking about mental health puts ideas in a child's mind or causes kids to develop mental health challenges or disorders. In fact, many would argue that being open and honest about mental health will only result in decreasing stigma and increasing access to appropriate care. One example of a concern that parents often have is that talking about suicide will give their child the idea. There is no research to support this myth. And before we begin, let's start with a brief mindfulness exercise. Close your eyes and take a posture that is relaxed, taking care to keep your back and neck in alignment. As you get situated, really notice your body, feeling the weight of your body on the chair, the bed, the floor, or wherever you may be in this moment. Notice the position of your feet and any sensations you can feel with them. Locate your legs and the blunt pressure on whatever seat you are on. Feel any sensations in your arms and make sure your shoulders are soft. Where are your hands resting? What are they feeling? Acknowledge any tension that you feel in your muscles and allow your body to express itself, being present in the moment. Just be aware of the tension or whatever may be happening in your body. Simply note the communication with a simple thought of, I hear you, that's how it is right now. Bring your focus to your breath, but don't alter it in any way. Just feel your body's natural rhythm as you inhale and exhale. Feel the oxygen enter your lungs, that slight hitch between inhale and exhale, and the sensation of the air exiting your lungs with another micro-moment between breaths. Let's extend our awareness to our mind. What thoughts or feelings or perceptions are present right now? Again, we are just noting these thoughts and feelings in this moment. Don't try to push or shut down any sense of discomfort or unpleasant feelings, but don't dwell on them either. Simply validate them with a simple acknowledgement, such as, that's okay, that's how it is right now. Keeping the connection you have with your body, reach your hands above your head, stretching your arms. Tense up the muscles as you breathe in and hold them in place for just a moment. And now, as you release the breath, relax your muscles and place your arms back to where they were resting comfortably before. 
Let's repeat this once more. Raising your hands above your head, tense your muscles in your arms and shoulders as you breathe in and hold the position as you hold your breath for just a short count of four. Then release your breath as you release your muscles and rest your arms back to where they were. Now focus back to your breathing and notice how you can relax by taking slow deep breaths in and releasing your breath slowly out. Breathe in, hold your breath, and breathe out slowly. Breathe in and out. Keep breathing deeply, gently, and slowly. Now, notice your whole body as being present. Be aware of every part at once, as best you can, as you continue to softly and deeply breathe in and out. If you are preparing yourself for bed, continue to breathe in and out, and just listen to my voice, but do not follow. If you need to ready yourself to get back to your day, then let us now widen our spatial awareness by using our other senses. What sounds do you hear in the room other than my voice? Are there any smells you can recognize? Feel the item on which you are resting with all of your body and imagine it in your mind. Try to picture it as accurately as you can without opening your eyes just yet. And now, take a deep breath in on an inhale of four. Hold your breath for a count of four. And on an audible sigh, release your breath as you open your eyes and fully come back. And now, here's the story. The Monkey's Heart from the Jataka Tales of India You know how when lady types are going to have babies, they get cravings for really weird food? Pickles with ice cream, watermelon and chop suey? White Castle? Junk like that? Well, it turns out that's true of crocodile lady types just as much as it is people lady types. In the case of this story, a lady croc was going to lay an egg. That's how crocodiles have babies, you know. And her well-meaning husband made the mistake of asking what she wanted to eat. A monkey heart! Now, it's not scientifically possible to say no to your wife when she's with egg, as the saying goes. Or in an egg way. Or egg-specting. Okay, I'll stop now. So the crocodile had no choice but to go into the jungle and catch a monkey to feed his wife. The first thing he did was to destroy the bridge that spanned the river. You see, on the far side of the river was a grove of fig trees. Monkeys are crazy about figs. And this crocodile knew that sooner or later, a monkey would come by, wanting to cross the river to get the figs. But when the monkey in question finally did come to the banks of the river, he was alarmed to find the bridge gone. Oh, banana skins, said the monkey, employing a very common monkey expression. Now how am I going to get across? I'll help, said the crocodile, who had been waiting for just such an opening line as this. You can ride on my back, and I'll carry you across the river. Hey, that'd be a sweet deal I couldn't refuse. Hmm, that's a pretty weird thing for a monkey to say, isn't it? Oh well. The monkey climbed onto the crocodile's back, but when they got about halfway across the river, he stopped swimming. What'd you stop for? asked the monkey. Well, it's a little bit awkward, said the crocodile. But, see, I'm not actually going to give you a ride to the other side of the river. I'm going to attack and kill you right now, and take your heart home to feed my wife, who asked for a monkey heart special. I appreciate your honesty, kind of, said the monkey. So I shall repay it in kind. 
Even if you kill me right now, you won't get my heart. What do you mean? Well, where do you keep your heart? My chest. Exactly. Monkeys don't do that. We hide ours in fig trees. That's why we're always hanging out in those trees, to check on our hearts. But if you promise not to hurt me, I'll climb the tree I keep my heart in and throw it down to you. The crocodile agreed and continued the journey to the opposite bank. There, the monkey hopped off the crocodile's back and climbed the first tree he saw. Okay, said the crocodile. Let me have it. Well, let's face it. He should have known better than to give the monkey such an easy setup. And sure enough, a second later, the monkey was throwing figs at the crocodile for all he was worth. Eventually, the crocodile escaped the bombardment and went back to the water, but not before picking up one of the figs and wondering if his wife would believe the monkey's story just like he had done. History does not relate the specifics, but evidence has been found to suggest that the crocodile slept on the couch for quite a few nights thereafter. And, of course, the monkey ate figs. Thank you for listening. I welcome you back anytime you may need to hear a comforting voice or a familiar bedtime story.